week's episode is brought to you by Six Cups of Coffee. Six Cups of Coffee. I'm alive! I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. I came back. Oh my, you're, you're back from prison slash uh, job stuff. How was that? Okay, so my fingerprints didn't actually clear in time for me to do the work training that I had skipped out for, so I actually have to reschedule it and probably have to spend more time and money going to the airport again. Rip. How, how, does, how do fingerprints not clear? They're they fingerprints or they're not fingerprints? What happens with that? I don't know. They just haven't finished doing whatever the fuck they need to with my fingerprints so I can do my uh, computer training. Because I also had to do fingerprints for my job and it took like 10 minutes. I don't know. All I did, I went in to take my test and they were like, yeah, your fingerprints haven't cleared yet. You can't do this. Come back some other time. Watch it be like, his fingerprints matched up with Ted Bundy. He's not Ted Bundy, right? Is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Found the fountain. Use or something. Well, because apparently, like, there's only a limited amount. Of, like, they say, like, every fingerprint is unique, but some people do share fingerprints on like nine out of ten, uh, or like nine tenths of the fingerprint. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, snowflakes aren't that special. Anyway, uh, since you li- you missed last week about uh, the gifts and uh, like where they're assigned, what what were your thoughts on that, real quick? Yeah. I'm just going to go in, like, gift order. So, like, OTT being protect kind of makes sense. Like, I think everybody expected that. I appreciate that Bushiroad has explicitly said that guarding won't let you win and that they'll be given powerful attackers. Like, we... So, we'll just have to wait and see how that manifests. But they've already shown, like, Imperial Daughter, and I assume there's going to be a retrain of Silent Tom. So, I imagine there's probably going to be a lot of Vanguard power gaining... Per- Possibly a guard restrict. Do you think they're going to do Walter White Silent Tom or, like, Bandage Silent Tom? I mean, they use Bandage Tom in the anime, so... I know, but Walter White Tom is the best one. Alright, Walter White Tom is strictly better. Yes, agreed. I mean, like, they had both both, uh, arts for the game proper, so... So, yeah. And that... Yeah, because, like, Imperial Daughter was shown, and then the original version was... It gains 10k in a crit if you have no rear guards. So... Like, I just imagine that the retrain will probably still gain power in the crit like the original. Maybe a guard restrict on top of it just to make up for the fact that Protect doesn't actually win the game. I just hope they don't give it restraint. Please don't give it restraint. That would be stupid. I'd do it. It'd be funny. <laughs> I mean, they gave uh, Strike and Restraint, but then that was kind of, always kind of the point of the card. Yeah, right. but they had you draw, so it made up for losing that drive check. Yeah. But... like. Yeah, and then, like, Grand Blue and Dark Irregular being Protect is interesting. If you look at it purely from the standpoint of standard, like, since we're rolling back to the way the game used to be, and then a lot of cards they've already revealed have just been cheaper, slightly stronger versions of their original. Well, like, you're going to be losing a lot of defensive cards just based on how the deck operates, so I think... Protect is interesting as a way to make up for that. And then, yeah, Mega Colony being Protect is kind of dumb because, like, they seem to be running on the logic of if your opponent can't attack with rear guards and you have Protect for the Vanguard, then they just can't attack you. They haven't really said anything along the same lines of 
Oracle Think Tank where they'll actually give you powerful attackers to end the game with. I think that they're they're gonna if they're gonna do like the grind game, they really need to lean all the way into it for that to work. Mm-hmm. Like really go into the like I'm gonna make you deck out because you can't stand anything or something. Yeah. Like, either the grind game or, like, giving them a powerful attacker or some kind of alternate win condition, like, um, control decks and magic. What was that called again, Matt? Like, second wind or something? Approach of the second sun. Approach of the second sun. That's right. You don't even need to attack. You just cast it twice and win. Check check out last week's episode for details, but... Yeah, so for the Forest Clans, like, Royal Paladin being forced is just, sure, vanilla ice... Insert picture of vanilla ice cream here. (laughs) Uh, and then, like, same thing with Kagero. Kagero has always just been get rid of your opponent's board and restand your vanguard, so make your vanguard bigger when it restands just kind of makes sense. Yeah, Spike Brothers is one of those, like, at first I also thought they'd be Excel, but then when Matt kind of explained it that, you know, a lot of what you're doing is just abusing the same column over and over again by putting stuff back, Force starts to make more sense. You know I, I I thought I would kind of figure it out because a card like Frog Raider exists, mm-hmm. but it yeah, cause, didn't because I'm a moron. Because like, so. if you like, actually look back at a lot of the old decks, there was like the Ogle deck where that was basically what you did. The Bad End deck also did, well, Bad End and Ogle were played together for a time, so like a lot of the times you were just stacking power onto your columns, and then especially with Hellheart 8 and the uh, Miracle Ace, you were just abusing your Frog Raider column over and over again. So yeah, Force starts to make sense when you actually think about how, how Spike Brothers has been played, especially recently. Yeah, Dimension Police is all about powering up your Vanguard. If it wasn't Force, it'd be ridiculous. Right. I cannot think of anything else that it could possibly be. <laughs> right. Protect, though. <laughs> And then Shadow Paladin is like chocolate ice cream. Still really common and basically vanilla. Still so It's still very common and boring, so giving them force just kind of makes sense. Plus, like, I literally cannot think of any, like, either thing that would make sense unless Mm -hmm. they made Gold Paladin excel and then put shadows and protect, and then you would have a paladin in each uh, camp, but... I mean, you could only have shadows be force or protect excel definitely doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. and then for the excel clans nova grappler and aqua force were really obvious i would be like nova grappler i could see being forced too but you know like i think excel was just the natural one that everyone would thought of for both these clans because they specialize in making lots of attacks Mm -hmm. and then like tachikaze i think it's more for just having more things to eat like, I imagine you're probably going to get benefits for eating more things in general, so having more circles and more things to eat will give you more power for the things that eat stuff. I, I still think Bushi's uh, explanation for this one is kind of odd, because it says it gives you more chances to do make the right play or something like that. Yeah, okay, like, you said, what? like, it's a highly technical plan. I'm like, ooh. Uh, well, like, I mean, what why? Ash put up on Facebook said, like, uh, you need to pay extra a timing to extra attention to the timing of attacking and retiring to make good technical use of the additional circle and front triggers. But that's still like a friend of ours, but yeah. Yeah. But that's still one of those things like, okay, how hard is it to attack with your, with your extra front row circles, eat them, bring them back and then do your drive checks. I mean, you'd be surprised. Like a lot of it, like trying to pick up Tachikaze is annoying. 
I've definitely had a lot of... I mean, it's not intuitive if you don't understand how abilities resolve. Yeah. Because, like, abilities in Vanguard don't resolve. Like, if somebody's coming from Yu-Gi-Oh! or something, they like if they don't resolve the same. Mm-hmm. But from somebody coming from a game like Magic, I think it's more intuitive that I just resolve everything as I want. Yeah. And so once you understand about how how uh, auto auto abilities resolve, when, especially when they happen at the same time, it becomes a lot easier. I mean, a, mm-hmm. lot, a lot of Vanguard's player base are uh, former Yu-Gi-Oh players like me. So I can kind of see where that frustration comes from. But I think once you figure out to kind of get yourself in that mindset of if everything happens and once you pick the order, then everything kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Murakumo. It's going to be interesting seeing what they do with Murakumo since you usually clone your rear guard. So there is only so much stuff you could actually call by cloning. So so here's what needs to happen, <laughs> I think, for Murakumo. I don't think I mentioned this last week, but like... What I really want to happen, so you're ideally you want two excels, so you can have four front row rear guard slots, mm-hmm. plus 10k, right? You're gonna play yeah. some front triggers, and you need to somehow protect the one unit that you're using to beat down. So the other three go to the bottom of your deck, and you need to somehow like bounce the last one to your hand. Mm-hmm. Like the problem I foresee with Murakumo is calling one unit and then cloning it. You know, so you have four in the front row. You know, maybe hitting a front trigger. Oh, super sweet. Aha, uh-huh, we're doing it. And then them killing that unit, and you no longer have attackers. Mm-hmm. Or needing now a new unit that's not all out of your deck already. Or just hit seeing a bunch of gray twos really early and just not having the ability to do anything. But yeah, I see like eight. Like if they only give us one front trigger, we're probably going to end up like eight crit forefront or something stupid. Mm-hmm. That's not the worst thing in the world, though, is it? Yeah, no, it's just LOL draws and Murakuma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. It'll be interesting seeing how Murakumo actually manages to take advantage of the extra Excel circles. Yeah. And then Pale Moon, you just soul charge a lot and then shit out of board from your soul, so... I like, like Pale Moon I, being Excel. Yeah. Yeah, P- Pale Moon being Excel I think works well, because, like, having picked up the deck a few times, I have noticed that, or, and from watching other people play it, you will sometimes just amass a bunch of extra attackers in your soul that can't do anything, and you're like... Boy, it would be nice if I had more than five rearguard circles right now. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. You have like you're like, well, do I start calling over stuff or what? Are, like, you know, it's frustrating for sure. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like everything they chose makes sense. I think it's interesting that they're using the gifts to kind of make up for weaknesses, at least for like protect and to a degree excel. Yeah, I think also there's like a cool. Uh, dynamic to this where you now have you have like before there was like a sense of tribalism with clans to begin with but now those clans are in gifts which makes its own kind of set of like rivalries between the three um i feel like that's going to come into play later probably in the anime um it's possible and then i don't know yeah ash's facebook post didn't say which how many of the remaining gifts were Going where? I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, you guys three, brought it up last. It's like four force, three protect, three excel or something. He got mm. it. You got it, sir. That's correct. Okay, so uh, what clans are remaining? Uh, everybody Gold else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chronicle. Nubatama. Uh, Nubatama. Genesis. Link Joker. Angel Feather. How many was I that? I think Angel Feather is like almost certainly going to be protect, right? Like. Yeah. I would have. I would. I have a hard time seeing it be anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Narukami, I think, like Dimension Police, is almost certainly going to be forced, because if you actually yeah, look at... is basically guaranteed to be forced. Yeah, like, if you actually look at all of Narukami's bosses, it's always been remove the board and power up your vanguard and or front row. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I would expect Numatama to be protect mostly mm. because if they continue, if they go back to like the hand shenanigans, then they're gonna not want to give them powerful attackers. Yeah. Uh, but they could also continue with dominate, but at the same time, dominate doesn't really work with force or excel either. Dominate was a hot mess. Yeah, it was, but yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I can't see how either playstyle would work with Force or Excel, because with the hand disruption thing, I think Nubatama would become too powerful for with either of those things. And then, like, with Dominate being kind of a soft version of the hand manipulation, I think either of those would still be too powerful, because you still have that element of hand removal, and also it doesn't actually work with Dominate. Right. What about Bermuda so, like, Triangle? I would say either Force or Excel. Like, I don't think they should be Protect because the whole thing about bouncing, drawing cards and bouncing between your hand and your field means I actually want to keep my hand. I don't want to be discarding them for Protect gifts. I don't know if you caught this last week, but I suggested that Bermuda yeah. be Force. Yeah, like, I heard it. Like, I agree with you. I think it's a very similar principle to Spike Brothers, where because you're going to be bouncing a lot of things from your hand to your board and also... If you look at, like, existing cards already, there's a lot of, like, same column stuff, especially Harmony, so I don't think Excel would work either, because the front row circles don't really have columns for that to work. So I think Force is the one that makes the most sense, because if you look at the current Bermuda set, pretty much every card had some sort of continuous power gain to make up for the fact that you're bouncing cards from the hand to the board. What about Link Joker, we said would probably be protect but i was thinking about this if the new anime series is based off the manga a lot of the linchoker stuff in the manga was deleters which might not be suited to protect question mark see that's the thing that uh because gr like towards the end of legion and then at the beginning of gr link joker really split up between different play styles so you had beatdown style from the leaders, and then Masayev was also more of a like aggressive multi-attacking type of deck. Yeah. So it really depends on what they actually choose to focus on. If they choose to focus more on Starvator type stuff of locking down the opponent's board, I could see them using the same logic as Mega Colony to make them protect. But if they keep going on with the Messiah or the leader play style, I think Force works better because... With Messiah, it's the same thing as Bermuda and Spike Brothers. You're making your units get off the board and then come back. So, mm-hmm. so having that force circle to ma- maintain your power gains would be helpful for them to keep their aggression up. And then with the leaders, you're taking power away from your opponent's vanguard. So force just kind of helps <clears throat> punctuate that. I mean, the same uh, can be said for Excel, too, because you can just kind of throw anything you want in the front row and start like wailing on your opponent's zero vanguard. Yeah. My point is that um, I don't. We don't know how they're going to react to the lock mechanic, because mm-hmm. like you have to get the feeling that Bushiro thought lock might have been a mistake. Yes, that is very true. Lock was and, a mistake. Uh, and so you don't. Yeah. We, and so I wouldn't take the manga to like. I assume they're going to start with kind of inspired by the manga kind of stuff, but I don't. We don't know how closely they're going to follow it, nor I mean. if it's correct to do so. 
That's I mean, true. the fact that Leon exists is already going against the manga. Yeah. Right. Although they, so, they, they aged him down, so he's like Kamui's age. He's like an elementary school student. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a foreign exchange student. Yeah. From still, For the record, uh, listeners. He's still a topping champion as a sixth grader, though. Yeah. Got him. So, <laughs> we like the reason we keep bringing up the anime is because it's been very firmly established that Bushiroad bases support and reveals around the anime. Um. Obviously. Yeah. That's the only reason you watch the show is for card reveals. That, that's the it's only like, reason I watch the show is for card reveals. It's like Jira was awful because you didn't even get card reveals. They revealed the card then showed you on in Jira. It wasn't like in a Limit Break era where you know, you'd know you watch the show and they'd be like, oh, by the way, here's a card you've never seen before. Yeah. It does something. No, they'll show the card. You'll be like, I wonder if the effect is this or that because it wasn't quite clear. And then they go, here's the concrete effect. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or the effect will be kind of different because they write the anime way ahead of time and then card effects would change. That's how cards like Hetero Around happen. Well, or they just cheat in the show like um, Aichi did in Season 2 with Ezel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like the most famous example, isn't it? The Actual cheating. Yeah. Well, it's the first time he cheated. That's true. He'd been clean all throughout Seasons 1 and 2 until the very end. Well, no, we saw him cheat in his first match against Kai, because the heel trigger he called was somehow 6k instead of 5. No, that was how, that was the, how the card was printed, man. That's legit. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of heel triggers, I feel like this is a good segue into uh, the main topic of the episode, which is uh, these these new fangled shield values. Um, so like what? From What's the, new about them? Okay, so in the G era and before, all, trigger, all, all grade zeros aside from draw triggers had 10k shield. Everybody else had 5k shield, grade 3s had no shield, and uh, perfect guards had zero, like, per- zero shield, but f- because they were perfect guards. Um, and then that remained largely the same until G-Guardians happened, which all start with 15 and gain shields based on whatever their effect is. So, for the, a long time, everybody's uh, perception of what magic numbers are, and by magic numbers we mean, like, increments of 5k that force more cards out of the opponent's hand to guard with, it's basically being turned on its head. Because now we have, uh, draw triggers are still 5k, front and critical triggers are 15, heals are now 20, and grade 1s and 2s are 10k shield. Grade 1s are always 10k shield. It looks like they're only making vanilla grade 2s 10ks. Oh, really? Okay, so so grade, vanilla grade 2s with effects are 5k? So v- grade 2s with effects are 5k shield, and then... Vanilla grade 2s without skills are 10k. Gotcha. So, that, and then they also kind of pushed everyone's power up. So, like, most grade 3s are 13k, grade 2s are 10k, you know, grade 1s are 8k now. So, the they kind of just moved everything up a little bit. Um, normally, this would be, like, I guess innocuous, because, you know, if, everyone, if everyone's super, no, no one will be syndrome. But... With premium, this affects everything on a massive scale. <laughs> hmm. um, before we get into that, though, I wanted to like talk about how this affects standard. How do you guys think this does things to standard? So I think the number that you're probably looking for most of the time... So it's going to be 28K. Mm-hmm. So 28K is going to be the number at which... Um, it's either a heal or two cards. 
So 28 is the new 21? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would say 28 is the new 21. Because in, pre, in uh, you know, right now, it's kind of 21 is like, a tr- you, know, a peel, you know, a G guard or two guards, right? And so it's still going to be kind of the same where, you know, 21 is still very, or like 23 is in fact very important. Or 28 is in fact very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and 33 is just going to be like the best. Why? Because at that point, they have to drop two cards for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, it's always two cards, no matter what. So, you know, maybe if your opponent's out of heals, then you don't need to make a 33 column anymore because 28's kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you have 10k grade 1s, 5k grade, you know, so, like, if you're not getting... So what, it's like, you're going to make it... Oh, I'm going to make it a heal plus a grade 2 is, like, a lot better than making it, like, a trigger... Like, or, you know, just a trigger plus a 10k or plus a grade 1 is, like, not that significantly different. Mm-hmm. I guess, like trading, you're basically trading a grade of a card since all grade ones are 10k shield, at least as far as we know. But uh, so, so I guess what I'm saying is like the up, like if you're like if let's say your opponent has no heal triggers remaining, let's say they have like three damage or some shit, and you know you attack for 28, they're dro- they're probably dropping two cards, right? Yeah. And so upping it to 33 there instead of being a tr- a trigger and a grade two is now a trigger and a grade one is not a significant upgrade, not a, really a full card. My question is like how how feasible is it to get to twenty eight or thirty three easily? Because they, they've revealed a few cards here and there, and a lot of it has just been with power gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, example the uh, examples of this include uh, God, what's his name, Dragon Knight, something the the new guy for Kagro, where if he attacks a Vanguard, if, if your opponent has three or less rear guards, it gets plus five k. So mo- most of the time, he's going to be fifteen k. Well, I mean, even in the Flash deck, there's a Dragon Knight that's 13k as long as they're on a grade 3. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. with there's a Gojo in the Flash deck that gets 3k for like a fairly mild condition. So yeah. that's our 23 column for effectively no work. You know, you're playing Force, right? Yeah. So putting it on the Rearguard Circle makes a 33 column basically out of a Flash deck. There's also, um, so they, re- they revealed this yesterday, the new... Uh... High, the new uh, High Dog Reader Akane and the new Pondle. So her skill is uh, when she hits the field, you counterblast one, get a Pondle. And then during the battle that she's boosted by a High Beast, i.e. Pondle, she gets 3k, so that would make her a 13. And then when Pondle hits the field, if there's another unit in the same column, you Soul Charge, and if the card you Soul Charge was a trigger, uh, he gets 5k for the turn. So best case scenario, this is a 26 column. Worst case, it's a 21 column. Mm-hmm. So this this seems like almost not suited to standard. I feel like this could be a deliberate choice to keep triggers uh, trigger guarding effective. Like they're deliberately keeping it just under 28k naturally, so that you can one card guard with a trigger. If we factor in like the force gift, then it could technically become a 31 or 36k column at best. Overall, because well, we also have Knight of Rose Morgana, which is. Like, when it attacks the van, it's a grade 1, so it's 8k. When it attacks, you can Soul Blast 1, and it gains 3k for each grade of your Vanguard. So, assuming you're at grade 3, you Soul Blast, it gains 9,000, it becomes... 17. Uh, 17, with a boost that's 25 only, so... So, like, I think they're trying to keep the power levels, like, just under 28, is but also, just, like... Is that just to give themselves room? Possibly, but also, uh, a lot of the grade 1s we've seen so far have been gaining 3k power, so like Maron and then uh, Night Squire Allen from the Trial deck both gained 3k power with their skills. 
when uh, Marin is uh, when your other rear guard is placed in the same column as him, you counterblast one, you it, it and draw, and he gets three K. Yeah. So if you make a column with like Maron and Morgana, you can counterblast one, soul blast one, get a twenty eight K column and a draw. To boot, yeah, which is cool. Oh yeah, I feel like maybe it's a deliberate choice where you either have to pay like a decent cost to get a good sized column, and then otherwise like cards that just kind of gain their power naturally are just under that 28k threshold so that trigger guarding is effective against them. Mm-hmm. I feel like with so many shield values being everywhere at the same time, this adds a lo- like a level of depth to the game that we didn't have before, where it was, okay, it's either a 5, 10, or 15k shield, we're done. Now mm-hmm. you got... 5Ks, 10Ks, 15Ks, 20Ks, and that's not even factoring premium. And it's not just like, oh, one card gets a plus shield if you counterblast. No, this is just like your grade 1s are 10K shields now, your triggers are 15. Well, what's going to make it interesting for, like, Excel clans, I think, or, you know, clans that reach in rear guards at all, like, so multiple attack clans in some sense, mm-hmm. is that in old Vanguard, you want it to guard very efficiently. Yes. So, like, you use, like, the minimum number of guard you actually needed, um, because that's really conserving cards later. Mm-hmm. Or not, if not just then immediately. But if you if your opponent's poking you for 13k a bunch, then if the efficient guard is a grade two, mm-hmm. but you can't just discard all your grade twos unless you're grand blue, right? And you have to make <laughs> some choice eventually about you know what is the most or the least inefficient guard. And so I think this is one thing that's going to make draw triggers fairly uh, fairly enticing is that they're kind of like easy guards against these Excel clans. They're really good when you take them as damage. In multiple ways now, you know, giving 10k to your Vanguard and, uh, well, I'm presuming that you put it on Vanguard, but I guess that's not always the case. Oh yeah, that's something mm-hmm. we forgot to mention. Triggers give 10k power now, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're giving 10k power, so it's like you it, you're poking. So when you think about pokes, you don't want to scale it in a way we're going 13k, 18k, 23k, right? You're instead going to jump immediately to 23k. So 13, 23, right, and then. Mm-hmm. 28. Which, which means Excel clans are probably going to want to use their innermost rear guard circles, i.e. the ones not gifted by Excel, and then move to the Excel circles. Yeah. At least if rear guards are supposed to be hitting, you know, numbers on their own. I mean, for the most part, we don't really have any, inform- like, a lot of information about uh, any Excel clans. Like, there there haven't really been many Nova Grappler reveals. Right. Th- there's been a front trigger, and that's kind of it. I mean, like, there have been, like, well, okay, a Shurikaiser, but we don't know any effects or anything. I'm just assuming that Nova Grappler works as we expect it to. <sighs> what? Stand shit? Stand shit again? Stand shit yeah. a third time? Okay. Or, you know, like, attack a bunch, restand some stuff, attack some more. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense, I guess. Uh, that's too, like, too speculative. I think it's, like, reasonable of what people expect of Nova Grappler. Yeah. Like, based on what we've seen so far, I would just go back to older Nova Grappler cards and then imagine their skills cheaper and slightly stronger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've actually been watching old episodes of the anime just to kind of, like, get that feel again, where games were slower and, like, even even the anime, like, watching the difference between the G and the, you know, the original anime, like, ev- they explained every effect in detail, what it does, da-da-da-da-da-da, in G, they're like, alright, um, 
you know, stand up Vanguard, and then it just cuts to them at grade three, and then they start striding, and then you just see like lots of boom, like fireworks and shit, and then they're dead. Yep. And it was a lot more like adrenaline fueled with G, but like the, I think the deliberate slow pace of uh, the original anime is something we're going to kind of go back to. Like one thing I that always kind of bothered me in the original anime was when they would be fighting. There were a lot of times where it would just be the two fighters in like it looked like. Like, just this kind of, like, liquid metal. Like, if you took the, the people from the Capri Sun commercials and just made them into a bubble, like, just that kind of silvery liquid metal thing, and they're just standing, there's no audience, there's no, you know, cheering, there's no loud, crazy music. They're just in there, and it's, like, you know, light guitars and synths and stuff like that, and it's kind of almost sleep-inducing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I got into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... I don't know. I I just think like that combined with like how standard is going to start out, it's just going to be an ass grinding halt for a lot of people. That said, with premium, how do you, how do you think uh, all the you know new facets of shield values and stuff affects premium? Well, I mean, pre uh, towards the end of G era, numbers will start getting really weird. Like I'd have a lot of columns hitting. Random numbers like thirty four or thirty three instead of the very clean like twenty one twenty six five k increments that we want. Yeah, I feel like just because of how powerful strides have gotten, that this uptick in shield value will probably help deal with it. But at the same time, like numbers are already so high, it's more of a stopgap measure than anything. Because like columns haven't been hitting those clean five k increments for a while now. Yeah. Was that on purpose, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like that was just a side effect of how the game's been going. Like, they keep giving a bunch of clans random numbers. Like, Great Nature is well known for always increasing increments of 4k, but that means your numbers don't hit those clean 5k thresholds. Instead, you're like, alright, I have plus 12k to my thing. Well, the plus 12 on a 9k is 21, but just... You know, yeah. one one dope on an old 9K unit is hitting for 13, and then, yeah. you know, two of them is for a 5 But then, is... also, you have to factor in, like, boosting and all that stuff, That's too. True. But, I mean, just, like, on its own. I, if they keep Great Nature the same kind of doping regimen, uh, it's going to be still awkward numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering if they're going to um, keep that. Uh, I just don't know if, like, like, I think they should change the number up a bit to kind of match with what other clans are probably going to be doing. I mean, I can see that. Instead of 4K, you know, be like actually 6 or something. Mm-hmm. That way you have a 10K to a, I don't know, that even that, those numbers are weird. But I mean, if you, you can't just make it like, so if you make it 7K, then that's still, I, I think 7K is probably the best in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But that's, mm-hmm. that's still like a lot. Because two dopes would make it 24 with its 8K boost. Wait, no, I can't do math. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So, so we get 20. whatever. I don't know. So if if it's if it's two dopes of seven k on a ten k, that's twenty four. Twenty four plus your eight. Eight k is thirty two. Thirty two. Mm-hmm. So that's just under what you want to be. Yeah. So maybe you make it like I don't know what you make it. It's 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 too difficult for me to figure out. Uh, Great nature is such an odd egg in the basket, though. Generate. Um, it could just make it five k. No one will care. <laughs> Okay, so 
with all this in mind, how do you think the gifts factor into this? So I think as it seems to me now, Excel clans are still going to want to, you know, again, do multiple attacks probably because mm-hmm. like trading multiple attacks for grade twos is like very important. But they're, of course, they will still have to live with the risk of your opponent getting a trigger and like turning off your entire turn. Mm-hmm. But the Excel circles are still like very, very, very good, even after one trigger, probably. Assuming you have any regret that hits for 13 on its own, which I presume they will, otherwise they don't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even, like, one trigger, that's already 10k, and assuming it's a grade 2, like, 10 plus 10, that's 20, plus another 10 is 30, so well, they're still... already hitting over that 28k mark. Yeah, but you're still getting a card for every attack. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you're, as long as you're hitting, it's okay. Presuming that people aren't drawing, like, 15 cards a turn. Really I mean, like, from what we've seen so far, like, Royal Paladin has a decent amount of plussing, but it's also calling more from hand again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and so far, I don't like striking is just making up for not getting a drive check, so it's not really a true plus. Right. And then we haven't really seen anything from the start deck or anything that's been revealed so far to show that Kagura would be gaining card advantage in any meaningful way so far. I can't believe Akane's a triple R. Yeah, me neither. Like, that does not feel like a triple R. Nope. No. I mean, that, and then again, uh, what's his name? Gigarex is a triple R. <laughs> so. I want to pretend this Gigarex will be marginally better than the old one. I really hope. They, they better. It better. I mean, we're making co- plus ones cost one counterblast, and then minus ones cost two. Yeah, right. Mm, that's not new. So, let's say you have, like, a really powerful effect but the attacker is pretty weak. As a strategy, would you, like, let's say you're a force clan, would you just kind of stick the force gift there and just kind of leave it there? Or do you want to put your force gifts on something that's already, like, a fairly decent attacker and you want to force more shield out of them? Um, I think in a situation like that, a situation like that you could just look at, you know, your numbers, right? Yeah. you just be like, well, is it... Is if giving the force here going to put this column to a number that's you know going to make up that extra part? Like if you just have like an eighteen column, right? Putting the force there says okay, well now it's a heal or two cards. But if I put it on my other column, which maybe is already twenty three, it's like well it's a trigger or you know two. It's a tr- any trigger or two cards. But like w- like which is it better to put it on? It's already twenty three, so I put it on that it's going to be thirty three. So it's guaranteed two cards, and then one still one card for the other column. So or you can have a heal and two cards versus. A trigger or two cards. Or sorry, you can have a... What was the other column? 18? You can have a a heal or two cards and a, a one-card column. Or a, a... Sorry, a trigger or two cards. So, it's like probably like half a card better to do the mm-hmm. one already 23k. So just pump up the one that's bigger. Yeah. Make them drop the second card. Basically, just do the math and see which one gets you more cards out of their hand. Like half a card better or something. That's Although, gonna... because if their hand is already just full of units, they're going to get many, many cards anyway. This is going to take a lot of playtesting. I'm having well, a really hard time visualizing it. What? Okay, so you have, uh, let's say you have an 18k and a 13k, a 23k column. Mm-hmm. Your opponent has a 13k Vanguard, right? So if you put the gift on the 18k column, it's a 28k. So if you attack Vanguard with that, they would need either a heal trigger or drop two cards to guard it, right? Because you need 20k guard. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm with, yeah. You have your other col- if you put it on the other column, it'll be 33k. So they'll have to drop two cards to guard it. Yes. In every situation. So you would want to put it on the thing that makes it 33k. Right. 
And another reason to do that is because if you put it on the thing that's 18k, make it 28, then you'd have to attack with the, and you attack with the other column first, and they took it and got a trigger, then they would only need a 10k. Because mm-hmm. lion force doesn't have a trigger. And you just guard with any grade one. Mm-hmm. Or if you put it on 33k and attack with the 18k, then they need to drop a grade one for that, and then drop two cards for the other one. Or like, they, they, or if they take it, they still need to drop 15k with a guard. So it's still a trigger or two. So you're still getting like a better situation by putting it on the already bigger column. But if numbers could change, and the correct answer could also change. It all depends on the situation you're in. Gotcha. Is there anything? Is there anything else to add to this? Or I mean, I think Excel is going to be the easiest trigger to use because you just make a new make a new regard circle. Protect, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't require much of you. But yeah. Like, force is going to be the one that has like the most decisions. So, ironically, because, Force, the one that was supposed to be the most middle of the road, is going to involve the most, like, brain work. Well, I think that's... I think it because it's so middle of the road, that's why it involves, mm-hmm. a lot of, it involves a lot of brain work. Yeah. Because you can either use it to just, okay, I just want to power up my Vanguard. It's probably the least good option, to be honest. And I think what's going to be more interesting is when you get your second Force trigger, am I going to double up the same circle? Which, in some clans, you just always do that. Spike Brothers. And Right. And in other clans, you might not be like, well, maybe I want to split to my front row and just have giant front rows all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's not a... I don't think it's that weird that, that that's the case. It's because th- the other circles just kind of do their thing. Or the other gifts just kind of do their thing. Do you think um, double writing is going to be common? Yes. Just... All right. So instead of, like, the old days where your other grade threes were either used as PG fodder or just random rear guards, now it's like, okay... I got another Draconic Overlord. Let's give myself another Force force Gift. And then that's probably going to fuck up Premium with uh, Striding and things like that. Because now you don't know whether you want to, like, continue, like, rewriting and then Striding more. I feel like we'll we'll have more information as time goes on. We'll have, like, a more complete opinion. (laughs) But... Well, yeah. I I think we have a lot of information in the sense that we can already start seeing how the game will, games will take take shape. Uh-huh. Where, I, I, and without G-Guardians to, like, kind of flub things up, or if we, you know, maybe some some units gain guard skills. We still don't know if that's going to be, like, a thing or not. Mm-hmm. We just know they'll have more shield. But if they start giving units guard skills, that could also make it very interesting as well. Oh, God. How fucking cool would that be? Root Beer's wish comes true. <laughs> and it would just make, like, uh, many, many... Like, you would make a lot of hard decisions. Now they have to like in ma- certain matchups. Maybe you're like, well, maybe it's a great, maybe it's a heal or two cards, unless they have this one card, and you don't even know if they play it. But you know, it could be interesting. No, no, no. If you play it right, you won't. <laughs> you won't <need laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm pretty much tapped out on things to say on this. Unless you guys have anything else to add. Nope. Okay, then it is time for Can't Believe You Said That. Wait, you're kidding, right? Yeah. Okay, so... uh, I think this one is not Can't Believe You Said That, but rather Can't Believe You Didn't Follow Up On What You Said. You mean like we showed two and a half weeks ago saying, hey, next week we're going to show you D- Draconic Overlord and Blaster Blade. Yeah. Draconic Overlord, and then we're still waiting on Blaster Blade. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I think happened. So yesterday we got another, like their reveal, quote unquote, was the Knight of Rose 
which they already revealed at a tournament in English. So I'm guessing they were supposed to reveal Blaster Blade on that day and just accidentally sent out the Japanese thing. And they're, they don't want to admit it. <laughs> I mean, a high-profile card like Blaster Blade would have come out on stream, but then we got Akane instead. No, the stream wasn't... uh, uh, The stream was... Oh, yeah, we got Akane on stream, but the stream was like two cards we don't care about. Yeah. It was like, what? What is this stream? It was awful. There was only two cards, and none of them... And both of them were like, whatever. And neither of them were Blaster Blade. I think that was a really important thing. We care what Blaster Blade does a lot. That's true. And I mean, I'll, knows that. so they're I'll, like dragging us along. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not super, like, the whole blaster thing never really spoke to me aesthetically or whatever or what they did. But just be, it's it's, it's the god it's show. blaster blade is the Pikachu of Vanguard. Just fucking show us already. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Holy shit! How hard is it to do it? Watch it be the exact same thing, but it only costs one counter blast now. And it's 10k. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure... It's... Wasn't that what Blaster Blade Exceed was, basically? Just with the stride skill? And a grade 3? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, but... So it's gonna be like the Liberator Blaster Blade or something? <laughs> Isn't the Liberator ca- Blaster Blade just Blaster Blade, though? What do I you thought... mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Blaster Blade Liberator is basically the same thing. You counter Blast 2 and retire oh, a thing in the front row. Is... Was yeah. The spirit was counterblast one, but only one called from deck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You also need a you also need a Liberator Vanguard for Blaster Blade Liberator. I thought there was one that was like kind of oh Seeker. Yeah. Yeah, the Seeker was kind of blast one. Dude, there's too many blaster blades. But yes, watch Blaster Blade be the exact same card on place, Vanguard or Rear Guard, re- counterblast run, retire something in the front row. You mean a grade two or higher? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, well, because uh, if it's on rear, you'd kill the grade two or higher. If it's on Vanguard, you can kill anything you want. Yeah. But they have been, like, tweaking them slightly, so this is going to be, like, Counter Blast 1, retire a thing. <laughs> probably. Maybe. I mean, I know it's probably, like, not that consequential, but again, like, it's the freaking mascot. Just show it to us already. Yeah, it's basically like the only card that matters in the show. <laughs> yeah. It's the first card you see. That's so. true. He's looking at it in class for some reason. Who does that? That's going to be one of those things where the teacher walks about. You know how like when you're a kid and you're like playing your Game Boy under your desk or whatever screwing around thing you were doing in class and the teacher would kind of walk by and without looking at you or saying anything, just take it from you and keep walking? Right. <laughs> No, I never had that happen because I was always paying attention. JK, I wasn't paying attention at all. I was going to say, fucking good for you. I, wa- I wasn't doing that. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was always either staring off into space or drawing something. So what you do is you read a book and you're like, what are you going to do? Make me stop reading? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but usually the things you want to read when you're that age is like a comic book or something that's not, that obviously isn't well, supposed to be the... That's a you problem, sir. That's a you problem. Fine. And so I liked Archie comics as a kid. I mean, bring <laughs> I wouldn't admit that in public, to be honest. What? I wouldn't admit that, to be honest. Why? I mean, why, why do you want to be known as a guy who likes Archie Comics? Archie Comics are the shit. Mm, Riverdale, no okay, let me be clear. Riverdale is fucking weird. But yeah? 
Archie Conference of the shit. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That's pretty. That's pretty much it. You can find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night or me at Atlas Novak or check out my new YouTube channel Millennial Comic. Or, or you can find me on Twitter at Williams Two Gs Two Zs. I'll be honest. He's probably more interesting than I am. They yell at me about stuff. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse, even though I never actually post anything on Twitter. Ever. Do people at you ever? Or Nope. Oh. I'm going to add him right now. What, you don't even follow him? <laughs> what? No, I'm going to add him right now. Oh, you're, oh, you're going to... Oh, I thought you said add him, not at him. Um, done. Yeah. Well, one second, button. Bam, done. Bam, done. All right, well, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everyone.